This is Sexy Book Club. Like the name says, we talk about sexy books with an emphasis on the sex. So keep listening only if you're ready for frank and explicit conversation. Welcome to Sexy Book Club. I'm Tom. I'm Amy. And I'm Carla. And we're going to read the, well, we already read a sexy book, but now we're going to talk about it. Uh, today's book in question is called Charmed by the Bartender, Modern Love Number 1 by Miss Piper Rain. I mean, fun title, yeah. fun book, we will mm, find TBD. out. TBD. Perfect pseudonym. Piper Rain. Piper Rain is a perfect romance novel pseudonym. You're right. So if that is their real name. It was destiny, and if not, perfect pseudonym. Okay, we'll start out with the blurb on this one, and then I need to briefly touch on the dedication. Oh, I didn't even... (laughs) I didn't read the dedication. Mine just skips over it on my e-reader. Oh, this one does too, but I went back to the start because I was like, well, I need the blurb. And then, yeah, there's a dedication. I can't wait. Okay. All right, the blurb. Charmed by the bartender. Who knew sleeping with the enemy could be this fun? Was the one night stand a good idea? Well, no, probably not in retrospect. In my defense, I'd just moved back into my grandparents' house, I'd lost my dream job, and a guy on Tinder had stood me up. It was like life had suddenly stamped loser on my forehead. So when the guy behind the bar started giving me the look, you know, the one that promised I'd be screaming his name into the wee hours of the morning, when that guy also has the perfect amount of scruff on his chiseled chin, biceps bulging out of his t-shirt, and cocky grin you knew he'd earned in the sack, when he gives you that look, you don't bother to figure out what your six degrees of separation are, you jump on that horse and ride it. Pun fully and completely intended. And accurate, by the way. Mm. I fully admit to feeling sorry for myself and acting impulsively, but by the time I figured out who the bartender was, I was already falling for him. Which is like a pretty good blurb for this book. It's a pretty good blurb, but when I listen to you read it out loud, it makes it sound like they find out they're related. (laughs) It really does. It really does sound that way. Thank you for saying that because I read the, uh, the blurb and I was like, oh, it oh, sounds like he's like cousins? a second cousin. Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're they're uh, brief, somehow. Uh, touch on the dedication dedicated to all the ladies still looking for their very own unicorn cock. <laughs> well, that is pretty great. I mean, of That's course. A good right? Also, yeah. you've now spoiled the only good part of the book. The only good part of the book. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, great. Okay, uh, so we'll start with characters, and then we'll move on to setting and conflict and all that good stuff. Uh, the character's main character, told from her point of view, is one Whitney Knight. Her friends call her Wit. I have no descriptors for Whitney Knight. Did anyone find any yes, in the book? Yes, but let me, I'm going to find it because it is, it is black hair. Deep. She's got like a bob. She has a bob, and they mention it, oh my God, it's like When she's all like in two, a sexy. 208. Okay. Thing. Page 208, right, no they I mention that she has a dark bob pulled back into the world's smallest ponytail. Smallest ponytail, oh. yeah. yeah. Okay. And I think there's one mention that she is a brunette a little bit earlier. Like, he refers to her as like, oh, I saw a cute brunette or something. But that's literally it. Yeah. I think it says something when she's in her, her uh, lingerie for him. She's like, and it goes really well with my super dark hair. Mm-hmm. And frankly, the entire time, I didn't notice up until that point that they hadn't given her any descriptors. And I was like, and then all of a sudden, I'm picturing uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones mm. in okay. Chicago okay, yeah, with her super short hair, which is absolutely not what I was imagining up no. until that point. 
Sure. And then, and then it was a very, like, because that's a very stark yeah. look. Yeah. yeah. I and also I was, like, was not expecting okay. Bob, which, I mean, it, no. doesn't, it doesn't matter, but it is... Romance novels are always a bit vague about the female description sure. because it is they a female reader. And every person. Exactly. Yeah. We want to be able to be her. Whereas he, very described. Very descriptive. Yeah. Even in the blurb, she straight out describes exactly what he looks like. Yeah. And his cock. And almost. his cock. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, because I read the book through and I was like, I don't remember any descriptors for her. And I went back to the first few chapters to reread, which was a chore mm-hmm. and I was like well I don't see any in here so like I don't think she gives any so yeah. question marks <laughs> yeah two sentences yeah. in the whole book and okay yeah so like three words of description for her perfect well I don't feel bad about missing it then because yep. yeah I legitimately tried to find it going back and I was like well I, I got nothing here uh as far as Cole Weber is concerned yes right that kind of Weber from San Francisco. Thank Ooh, you very much. That those Webbers. Oh, that those one. Webbers. Uh, he's got hazel eyes, model-like bone structure, lots of scruff, muscles. He's got dimples. He's got a perfect ass, unicorn cock, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Perfect guy. Well, and that's that's pretty standard, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Vague description on the woman. Ex- yeah, quite explicit on the guy. And usually big, big and muscly. Yes. Yes. Al- yeah. al- almost always. Although this was uh, refreshing, it was very modern. Like he definitely was like, she kept saying lumber sexual. And I was like, oh, that really does describe something very explicitly to me. Thank yep. you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Like yeah. that, is a, a clear that is a picture. good descriptor. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, all right. So let's move over to setting for this book. Who I think that's setting? me. It's you. Okay. Yeah, that's me. Uh, San Francisco. Yes. Yes. There you go. Modern yeah. times. <laughs> Modern times, San Francisco. San Francisco with mentions of Sacramento. Yes, yes. with mentions of Sacramento. Uh, and San Francisco, like, a bit disgruntledly, if that's a word, because she had to move back there. Yes. Sure. To San Francisco. Ugh. She can't find a job in San Francisco. There's barely any jobs in San Francisco. San Francisco. <laughs> Did I do it, you guys? I think we covered it. Yeah. Nice. All right. Uh, over to the conflict of the story. Okay, so as the blurb says, Whitney meets Cole while he's bartending. She gets really drunk. She wakes up in his apartment. Can't remember what happened. Pieces out. Then finds out, oh, no. He is her one of her best friends. She's got two, Talia and Lennon. Her best friend Talia's fiance's brother. And not only that, she already hates him because he did a thing. And we're going to talk about the thing he did that was so bad that oh it made, they made it sound for so bad. years. Yeah. The thing I was reading as I was reading the book, I know we'll go back to like the actual plot line in a second. But um, yeah, when she's like really teeing up like this horrible thing he did, I was like, what the fuck I know. did this guy do to her? Yep. Yeah. Because I was expecting something he, like, like killed her mother or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. What the hell? And then as it's re- we'll get to it when we talk about it. But like the reveal is not worth the build no, up. No. She says it ruined her life. Yes. Yeah. It's it's what led to everything. Everything it was going like wrong the catalyst, in her life. And then everything went wrong in her life. And now she's back in San Francisco. The the whole of the universe. Yep. <laughs> I actually love San Francisco. Me too. It is beautiful I mean, and incredible. And I love it. <laughs> It has its problems, but they aren't really the ones that she has. <laughs> Not so much. No. Okay, uh, so we'll do like a brief kind of overlay of the plot, pick out some things that we uh, liked maybe and disliked <laughs> definitely uh, Guys, as we go through the book. Can I so, quickly show you 
these are my notes. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. so many notes. I had quite a few notes as well. Although a lot of mine, I'm going to go. Oh, I'm going to be upfront. A lot of mine are very pedantic and they're kind sure. of oh. shitty of me. Like I'm being yep. a real um, everything wrong with video on on the Internet. Yeah. Well, and some of mine say, well, duh. yes, thank you. Like things but, like that. But I just come on. Well, like, some of the them made me crazy. Book where I stopped taking notes because I was like, this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't take any notes on my last book, so I feel like I was probably making up for okay. it with this book because I just couldn't. The last book was too long. So this book, I was like, well, this I can do. <laughs> so Fair enough. I did. Yeah, this, this easy breezy read, I can take some notes yes. for this one. I could be judgmental. <laughs> and as I say that, I see one of my notes is, what a judgy bitch. Yeah, so... <laughs> Yeah, mine are, talking about many myself. of mine are like that, where it just gets increasingly like, what the fuck? Why would you yeah. say that? But why? <laughs> it's well, like, okay. That is that is that is 100% the, the vibe of this <laughs> and book. These yeah. are the books we like to talk about. Yeah. Last month's book was definitely an anomaly. This is our wheelhouse. This is it. The literature we read. Yes. <laughs> definitely not what we were going Likely for. Likely won't happen this. again. As I we'll said. make that mistake twice. Right before we started recording, it was short. There was sex and it's problematic. So there's like, let's get into yeah, it. Let's it's dive juicy. into it. Into it. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, Carla mentioned in the conflict kind of the, the base plot of the book. Uh, yeah, it starts out. She's uh, feeling sorry for herself. So she's trolling on Tinder for uh, what? Pussy Licker 69, I believe. I believe. Was the name. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, he hits her up on Tinder. She says, fuck, yeah, I'm down. But come have a drink with me first. I don't just want to go straight to your house for this. To be uh, murdered, obviously. To be exactly. murdered. Yeah, obviously. Uh, as some time goes by, she gets more and more drunk at the bar that she's at, the Thirsty Monk. Mm -hmm. uh, and she starts, like, vibing with the bartender. And then she doesn't realize like an hour and a half has gone by since she last looked at Tinder and she pulls up Tinder and the guy's like, nope, found someone that was easier. Peace out. Which is actually like very considerate in this day and age messaged. for him to send a message. Good for him. Yep. Good. Yeah. Good for Pussy Looker 69. Like, That's right. I mean, the bar really is up. really that low, but it really is that low. It really yeah. is that but, low. But, you know, clarity is kindness. It, so yep. at least she wasn't waiting for no, three hours. I, I mean, it was based on what their interaction was. Like, hey, you want to fuck? Sure. Um, this was like above and beyond yep. politeness oh, yeah. for him to say, like, nah, I'm not coming. Yeah, I 100 percent saw that part of the book and I was like, oh, good for him. Like, yeah. he's actually a fairly nice person in this scenario. And then she, of course, responds with a bitchy message back, like a couple drinks is too much work for you. Like, get yeah. fucked sort of thing. Uh, so she continues uh, drinking at the bar. And the first thing I want to point out with this book that I thought was super weird. Uh, Cole, the bartender, as we find out later on. Uh, but the bartender asks her what her name is. And she gives him her full ass name. Yes. Why on earth? Why? It's so would weird. Would you give a bartender or any stranger your full first and last name? And so here's weird. my social security number. Right? Like, yeah, my data, my mom's maiden name is this. And my first car was this yeah. make and model. Like it's, she's asking him to identity theft her. It is so <laughs> it just was so weird. I thought the same thing. Like, how strange. Like, I have been on this is maybe going to sound terrible, but I honestly don't think so. I've been on like, say, three dates with a person and not known their last name. Hundred percent. I, I've I've been with my husband since high school, so I've never actually dated someone where I didn't know their last name. Uh, but I've totally like gone and danced and grinded all up on guys. I had no idea what their names sure, were. Sure, totally. Yeah, I can I can one up both of you. Like I've hooked up with random dudes and not known what their names are. Exactly. Like, like 
it's, it's just um yep like yeah. hey this is convenient yep let's do it let's see you do later this thing. random nickname dude on the internet exactly like there are levels of knowing people yeah and in this case the bartender being friendly and even sure. flirty yeah like it's just However, is so she funny. was like so drunk sure yeah at this point i guess like i mean We've all done worse things than give out our full name to people. Certainly. While real drunk. Yep. 100%. Sure I'll give have. her a pass on that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, she ends up going home with the bartender, but she doesn't remember a thing when she wakes up the next morning. Huge hangover, headache, the whole nine yards. Bartender leaves her a very nice note mm-hmm. like, hey, last night was fun. Figured you'd need this uh, aspirin and water. The door will lock on your way out. Feel free to leave me your number, though, because like would love to do this again sort of thing. Yeah. OK, great, great, great scenario here, because you know what? Worst case scenario, she wakes up and like has no recollection and he's already like kicked her out of his place. Exactly. <laughs> like it could be it could be so much worse. Also, she does like, you know, your body has signs when you mm-hmm. have had sex and she doesn't mm-hmm. really have any of those. Yes. Right. Like she's like quick inventory. Nope. I don't think so. Which she seems to forget because she does say that that does happen in that scene. Yep. And then she does seem to just forget that that is the case later. <laughs> yeah. uh, I do have one thing to nitpick with the note itself uh, that is that is left for her. Um, it's in two different fonts in, in the e-reader. And it really bothered me. Oh, my goodness. The I PS did not, is in a different font I didn't than notice the note that. itself. I don't but think that was the case. But was the PS in a my... sexy font? Like, uh, no, they... PS is in, like, Times New Roman. <laughs> and the, the first one so is, he like, had typed the, the italicized note. He had typed the note on a typewriter and left it for her. Yeah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why it bothered me, but, like, I had to, like, full stop. And be like, I hate this. Yeah, certainly I find that with e-readers sometimes, like, the formatting will be hanky. And there will be, like, there's supposed to be a page break, clearly, and there's barely a paragraph break. And I'm sure. like, wait, what? <laughs> Come on. Uh, so, yeah, she she wakes up. She sees this note. She decides to, to peace out of his place and not leave her phone number because she's an independent woman who doesn't have to do what she's told. That's right. Uh, yeah. Before she does that, though. We're just going to flash back a couple minutes to the very, very start of the book. She meets up with her friends, Talia and Lennon, who seem okay. Talia is kind of a wet blanket. Lennon's delightful. We'll we'll talk oh, yeah. about them they're, later. I mean, they're caricatures more than humans, sure. but yep. they're, they, I think they're fun. They serve a purpose. <laughs> yeah, and they do serve great. a purpose. And yep. I like to see some female friendship. Totally. Love to see it. Mm-hmm. Lennon, the more open-minded of the friends, wants to start her own sex toy company. Yes. So she has given both of her friends a vibrator to test out. Awesome. Great. Let's do it. it. Whitney leaves hers on the kitchen counter at Cole's house. Which is honestly hilarious. Hilarious. (laughs) Like Like, what a flex. Piper Piper (laughs) Ray. I love it. It is legitimately (laughs) so funny. And sort of seems like it could be real. They had like built, they had already talked about how her purse, like she can never find anything in it and blah, blah, blah. So she was like pulling everything out, trying to find her wallet or something and then just like set it down and like it legitimately funny, legitimately hilarious. Like, can you imagine when the guy comes back and is like, (laughs) and there's just like a pink vibrator Is is this a review? Like, I don't know what this means. (laughs) We didn't fuck last night and now she's left her vibrator on my kitchen counter. (laughs) 
Yeah, so I actually had pretty high hopes Me for this too. book. Me too. At this, this point, I was like, This initial, like, start to right. it. I was like, okay, like, we got some funny stuff going on. We got, like, some sexy times potentially going on with this guy. Okay, slowly all goes downhill. Uh, nice. She leaves, uh, goes to meet up with her friends again at a later date at, like, their engagement announcement party thing. High society, highfalutin types are all there. And she shows up and only to realize that the bartender is Chase's brother, Chase being the fiance to Talia. And she legit hates this guy already, yo. He ruined her life. I have a good quote here. Uh, just as she's describing uh, Chase, I guess. She's like, <laughs> she's like, um, that, that man could be Tony Soprano's half brother minus the mob. And then I was like, so like. Just a regular, so just a guy, guy? just a dude, just, so a, just half a regular Italian guy? man. I'm not sure. half Italian man. <laughs> what you're, <laughs> but that's I guess they're kind of mob like in their high society. But that doesn't I, track with anything does, else yeah, that happens. It really Everything doesn't. else is like, oh well, yeah. Oh, you're a Weber. Yeah, the real yeah, estate like, oh, and no, restaurant Weber. Webers, as yes. they are known throughout the book. So they're very wealthy. Talia, also very wealthy. Her family owns like a sausage factory, which sure. again, yep. pretty funny. Yep. Yep. Because yep. she doesn't, it just comes up later and then there's like a whole thing <laughs> about it, which actually gets a bit exhausting. A little bit. But as just a funny thing to put in a trashy romance novel. Yeah. Pretty funny. Totally yeah. good. Uh, so she, of course, doesn't realize that this man is is the brother, the Cole that she hates from her past until this party and i wanted to point out one line uh because it just right when i read it i was like oh no this book's gonna go so downhill so he says if memory serves the lady enjoys her whiskey and she like freezes up because she recognizes the voice and this is what the quote is in the book slowly as if i'm in a car in the middle or as if i'm a car in the middle of a showroom floor i pivot around to face the person behind me <laughs> that's like, a really great quote uh, that just kind of encompasses this style of writing that yes. the author has because it's a lot of um style over substance yes definitely yeah, yeah. Uh. Yeah, she keeps going for like these pithy, flashy little lines. Yeah. And it's like, I don't think you've earned this. Have you guys <laughs> noticed? Because I, as I'm sure you know, in my own romance novel reading, in my private time, not for work like this is, <laughs> um, I like tend more to more like Regency or like maybe Supernatural. I don't read a lot of modern romance novels. Sure. Occasionally. But the ones I have read, I've noticed they are all like this. Like they always try to be like... Yeah, funny and Gilmore like... Gilmore Girls yeah. meets sex novel. And okay. often, like, I feel like there was another one we read that was a supernatural one where they just kept trying to make her sassy. And, Ooh, yes. And it's I think like, it was the very first book we read, It might have it? been. And yeah. it's just, like, I appreciate people trying to make it entertaining. I like a book that's funny. I like mm -hmm. leaving a vibrator on the counter of the person sure. you had a one-night stand with funny. But, um, I don't know. Maybe if everything isn't, if you're not that funny, maybe it's not that funny. And I'm not saying no. it's easy to yeah. be funny. It's very hard. It is. Sure. As three people who try to be funny on a regular basis, it's difficult, it's man. Yep. And this is just it's talking. Hard. And this is just talking. Typing Writing will be even harder. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like a lot of 
yeah, I think you're right. A lot of the modern novels where it's set in like today's time, I think they're trying to make up for the fact that there is no gimmick other than this is Maybe real life right it. now. Sure. Yeah. Yep. You know what? And they try that's too hard. That's a really awesome observation because when you're yep. when you have a yeah a supernatural or like era setting, you kind of yeah you have your you thing. rely on that. Yeah. yeah. That's a really awesome point, Amy. So I don't know. Are women more like quippy? And I mean, snarky and hilarious. Like, I mean, maybe? I am. But, sure. Like, maybe <laughs> that's it. It's because we're all, like, independent women. There's nothing taboo about people meeting and fucking now. Sure. So yeah, th- you're not, true. like, There's trying to be get something. over that. Um, yeah, you're not disgracing your family's honor or exactly. losing your potential arranged marriage. Yeah, like, or the, the consequences stuff, yeah. are... Chlamydia? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But then like, again, there's more safe sex going on today than in any other generation. Absolutely. So 100%. Even that. Also, that big for a terrible sex novel. <laughs> <laughs> and then we just uh, resolve to abstinence because it's the safest form <laughs> of all. That's right. That's right. Uh, so she has a little aside with Cole Weber saying, like, what the fuck? This can never like you can never breathe a word of this to anyone, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then there was a line in this where she says, because if I still want Cole Weber after everything he did to me all those years ago, so on and so forth. And I was like, I made oh. a note like he didn't show up for one date. Kill him. No remorse. But we That's don't right. even know that yet. It's like build up and build up and. Mm-hmm. Or maybe we do know that, but there we was know like that he didn't show up to a date. He, he stood her up for a date in a rude way, but again, did tell her he wasn't coming. So mm-hmm. yeah, he mm-hmm. did. I know, send a text I know the, the bar is like on the literal floor, but he did still <laughs> tell her. And also at the time, she was 18 years old. Yes. Maybe 19, because the timelines of this book kind of make no fucking sense i think yeah, she was 19 based on like how old she is now and how long ago she said that was also i think they were meeting for drinks and like my dude illegal drinking age in california is 21 but anyway right well, they were meeting for a chinese food dinner right okay so he like yeah. rudely stands her up and says something about like he's eating out somebody else or something yeah, he's got he's got a different asian uh buffet going on right <laughs> which is <laughs> pretty rude and gross but also yep. like because she didn't need to know that no no she didn't need to know that just say hey i'm tied up with something can't make it especially not. i'm eating out this other chick bye <laughs> especially when god two things he knew like it was his brother's girlfriend's friend so like mm-hmm. don't be a complete asshole and Two, did he stop what he was doing with his other woman to be like, oh, hold on. It I sure gotta, seems that I way. gotta send a gross text. <laughs> I gotta make one call. I have to Hang send on. Send a gross yeah, text. Yeah, it wasn't even a text, though. It was a literal oh, phone he phoned, call you're right. to the restaurant, and they brought a phone out for her. <laughs> because somehow it happened six years ago, but also in 1991. <laughs> yep, I don't know. Uh, the, the time I actually wrote, I don't know why I wrote this. Uh, but I don't know why Piper Rain wrote it either. Uh, <laughs> Zing. Um, when she's all drunk at the bar with Cole, and she doesn't know it's Cole, and he's like, um, what do you mean a woman like me? And I try to do air quotes around the last part, but my balance isn't what it was three years ago. And I almost topple off my stool. <laughs> I'm like... like My note for this was, 
is she in some sort of time tunnel? <laughs> That's what I wrote. Like, it would explain a lot because honestly, like, ago. so when she was 22? 20. Because she's 25 in the book. Yeah. yeah. So and I do why, hear that in your 20s so is bad. when you lose all your balance. 22. Why would you reference that? Like, it just, you're right. It just makes, it especially when she's drunk. Like, the reason she probably can't make the air quotes is drunkenness. Sure. Yeah. Not age and the debilitating infirmities of being 25. <laughs> also, how aggressive are your air quotes that you making <laughs> air quotes throws you off stool. balance? <laughs> yeah, like, is she like, it's what's real, happening here? It's real, like, oh, it's raise the roof Nixon air quotes is what oh, I'm yeah, imagining. Yeah. Okay. The fact that Cole wanted to take her home at all in the first it's place, she was, she was terrible. Yeah. She was terrible. She was, she was kind the, of the worst. She was oh, not man. portrayed well. The fact that she got home with him at all, like... And she says stupid shit. Yes. Like, yeah. She also, just... did she mention how much she said she, she was in college? <laughs> I looked through my notes and I saw the word college four times. And I was like, why do I have the word college in here four times? Piper Rain, why do you have the word college in here four times in the same? We all went to college in the Bay Area. And I kept in experience. touch through college. After college, I left town. <laughs> I was like, stop it. <laughs> but then she says her condo isn't huge. But it's modern and sleek, and I'm sure it, co- it must cost her more than I make in a month. Yes, condos do cost more than the average person makes <laughs> and in also, a month. She has what? no job, so she makes zero dollars a month. Yeah, zero dollars a month. Yes, of course it costs more than zero dollars a month. This woman doesn't know. Okay, we're gonna. I, yeah. I'm gonna stop doing what I'm doing right now because we're have... gonna have to take a sidebar at the end of okay. this episode yes. to like talk about just all the little pithy stupid shit that I have in here yeah because I, I need also to. really need to dig into college and her whole situation with it and her job <laughs> I feel like and her job experience and everything about that I could probably talk about for an hour but let's just get through the plot let's okay. get through yeah okay. we're not we're still plot, at they just remet for the first in time speed version yeah. from here on out yeah uh, so they find out that um she's the best woman Cole's the best man. The bride and groom to be need them to like step up and do some stuff for them. Go around town, check out venues, all that stuff that they don't have time for because they're super busy. So like narrow down to a short list. They'll take care of the rest slowly but surely. Of course, they start hooking up, start falling in love, sort of become like an exclusive thing without saying it. And then eventually big dust up happens. We'll get back to it in a minute as to what happens about it. They go their separate ways for a little while. Of course, come back together. Happily ever after, et cetera, et cetera. Lots of garbage in between. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what you're saying is the there's a basic stuff. plot that basic most plot. romance yes, novels exactly. follow, and she does it. It's like yeah. hate yes. to lovers, break up, back together. Like yeah. classic, yeah. classic, classic, plot. classic contrived plot. Yes. Easy peasy. Let's get into the nitpicking. <laughs> More so than we already were. Oh, God. It's just all I want to do with this. Well, do we um, want to talk about, like, what he did and what happened? Like, so yes. he stood her okay. up and then the consequences of that. Because mm-hmm. that's yes. really a springboard for many of my college thoughts. <laughs> so, yes, all we know throughout, like, I think two thirds of the At maybe least. even three quarters yeah. of the novel is that he stood her up and was an asshole about it. OK, no real reason to, like 
hate on someone for five like she's years, been like on this violently guy. hate him. Like fuck yeah. that guy. All her friends know that he that he's the worst. They know he hate, like it's a lot of reaction for being stood up for a first date. Yes. But as we find out, the big reveal is that she was so angry after being stood up at the Chinese restaurant that instead of taking a cab home like she normally would have, she needed to, like, go for an aggressive walk to clear her head, which, OK, <laughs> yep. I believe Makes that sense. to an extent. Yeah. She got mugged mm -hmm. and she tried to fight off her mugger, somehow horribly injuring her shoulder. Yes. To the point where she could no longer play. Yeah, College she had a scholarship volleyball. full ride to the University of Wisconsin. Nebraska. Nebraska. <laughs> we'll okay, get into so it. She Sorry, Carla. A, she was going to be a Cornhusker, but no longer. Too injured, lost her scholarship, had to go to like some, I'm Community guessing, state school. No, let me, let me jump oh. in here. Oh, Carla, Carla's take it away. So instead, where she had to go was Berkeley, one of the yeah. top rated universities in America with a, let me check here, acceptance rate of... <clears throat> I did Carla's write it down because I was like, Berkeley is an incredible school. Like, you don't yeah. just yeah. go to Berkeley. What are you talking about? I know she's from San Francisco, so maybe there is a way that that makes it a little bit easier. Like, maybe they take locals Yeah, I figured more. there might be, like, some state connection totally. there that you but have still, more of a ability to get in. The acceptance rate at Berkeley is 14%. You need to have, like, basically perfect grades and whatever. And lots like of extracurriculars and lots of, of volunteers. Stuff. Totally. And, like yeah. it's a really good school that people come from all over the country and the world probably to go to. Nebraska, nothing against it. And we do find out she was going to have a scholarship. So I understand sure. like that does make a huge difference. Uh-huh. But there, he says like she's like, oh, I had to go to Berkeley. I was supposed to go to Nebraska. And he's like, oh, that's a good school. No offense, Nebraska, but is it? Because they take 70% of applicants. Like basically you can just... Go to the University of Nebraska. That doesn't mean it's a bad school or anything bad about it. But like, just pick something like pick community college. Don't say it's Berkeley. true. She didn't have to it's choose the most expensive university. <laughs> like, yeah. it's so crazy. If it and was a money thing, she should yeah. have chosen a less Absolutely. Ivy League type of school to yeah. go to. Like, yeah, don't go to an like, elite I had school. Go, I had to go to UC Santa Cruz. Okay. Totally. Also yep. nearby, sure. lower acceptance rate, all of that. Yes, that's the perfect choice. That is exactly the choice that the author should have made. It just really threw me off because I was like, why is she being so dismissive of going to Berkeley? Like, where was she supposed to go? Nebraska. Oh. Nebraska. She wanted to be a Husker. All right. Yeah. And hey, they were going to pay for her to do it. So I get it. Yeah, get it 100% post-secondary, super expensive. If you yeah. get a full ride, like, fuck, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So, okay, I understand now harboring some ill will towards this guy, but, like, she legit blames him for how her life turned yes. out, and I don't think that's even remotely fair. At no. all, it's crazy. And she does, come, she does come to that realization after. Sure. Yeah. She does, like, in her defense. Yeah, she does. But if She's you're going like, to blame someone, I guess. I guess blame the mugger. Yeah, like, yeah, that's probably a better one. Or you maybe blame yourself and just give him your fucking bag and he'll leave. Yeah. And also just like, I don't know, sometimes life is really hard and shitty and it's not the fault of one specific person. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes bad things happen to good people. Yeah. Sure. And or really shitty people because she I don't I don't have much love yeah. in my heart for, for also Whitney. I'm not even going to use her name Wit because only her friends, friends her. call her Wit. Time frame wise. This was six. She's 25. 
It was six years ago. So she was Mm -hmm. 19. So had she taken a gap year before going for her full scholarship? Had she been held back in high school? Because 19 is pretty old to be starting college. Like if she was going for an athletic scholarship, she would redshirt in her first year and then play when she's 19, not go when she's 19. So I just, again, a time tunnel, I guess, Amy. Time tunnel. Right. (laughs) It's like, okay, it just... It sent her on a different path down the time tunnel, and that's why she's sliding doors so mad. That's where she came out. Uh, I'd like to point out some uh, unfortunate fat phobia Mm. that I found in the in the book. Sure, yeah, go for it. Early on, uh, because different parts of it were redeeming, like the the lumber sexual idea of that. See, but then they're like, I wonder if his imagination is good enough to picture that <laughs> that dimple in my ass that doesn't ever seem to want to disappear, regardless of how much I weigh. Yeah. She Girlfriend. also Girlfriend, says, cellulite like, has nothing to do with your weight. At all. At and all. she makes a lot, not a lot, but two to three weird and disparaging and shitty comments about sex workers. Like she keeps joking about oh. how like, oh, if things got worse, I'll be out walking the streets. I'm going to be beca- I'm going to have to prostitute myself. And it's like, girl, come on. Yeah, just don't. You don't need you don't to have to do that. That's not. That's not cool. That's that's. Um, come on. Also, I don't think that she knows how vaults work. Uh, I had <laughs> like these are the little things that I found <laughs> while reading that was just like just stuck in my craw uh, sure. because she's she's talking about Talia um, and it's like she's saying how she has a strange expression and she's trying to suppress something, but she knows she's going to tell us. Um, and then she says, with anyone else, I'd start prying, but she's like an overstuffed vault filled with confetti. If we give her enough time, she won't be able to stand it and it will all come bursting out. And my note for that is, yep, that's totally what happens with vaults. If you fill Mm -hmm. it too much, it'll just burst open. That's not how vaults work. Vaults are secure things. Yes. Yeah. You can't overstuff them. You can't overstuff a vault. Can I say another one that I just noticed? Let's just go back and forth and pick this book apart. So she says. I'm down. Okay, I say with as much attitude as I can jam into those four little words. I'm sorry, ma'am. Do you mean letters? She means letters. <laughs> do you mean four little letters? Because those she are means words. <laughs> oh, I didn't catch uh, that I have one. one. Yes. Remember in the blurb when she's when she says that she's been fired from her dream job? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyone remember what that dream job in question was? Can we was? please talk about her jobs and her yes. situation with her jobs and her behavior yep. at her jobs and how she gets yep. her jobs and just stuff about jobs? <laughs> okay, so the dream job she got fired from, and I will say maybe not rightfully so, but like she definitely was the instrument of her own demise. In that job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't fuck your boss. Well, yeah. she worked at the Sacramento Chronicle. Yeah. That is no one's dream job. That's a great starting job sure. on a career as a journalist. Or mm-hmm. maybe Definitely. even a second job. I mean, you're in California. Sure. Like, yep. It's expensive like, out there. Let's let's talk about media jobs and how they work. Oh, and you guys know a lot about this. You got some first we know a little bit. Yeah. So yeah. I guess we should say, so yeah, she had this job at the Sacramento Chronicle mm-hmm. and she couldn't have had it for very long because again, time. So she went to university starting when she was 19. She graduated when she was 23. She is now 25, which means she was at that job for less than two years. Possibly the max was two years. Yeah. And she started an affair with her boss. 
Not smart. I don't want to blame her, though. There's a power well, dynamic there. Sure. But then he yeah. decided he didn't want to fuck around with her anymore. He wanted to fuck around with somebody else, and then he fired her. That, my yeah. friend, is something that you take to court. Yeah. Yes, 100%. Yeah, yes. that's that an, an HR phone call right power. there. That, that's, you don't just go like, oh, it's my own fault. But, you know. That's okay. It's not her fault, though. It was Cole's fault. You're right. Yes, always comes back to Cole. Um, So, for someone, one one, one sec before we go on, for someone with no other options but to move back in with her grandparents, Mm -hmm. you goddamn right, she's getting some sort of settlement out of that situation. Yeah, where she got fired by the boss she was sleeping with because he didn't want to sleep with her anymore. Yeah. Because, again, this is modern times. If this book was uh-huh. set in 1962, I'd be like, sure. damn it, she's fucked. Yeah. There's nothing yeah, she can do. Pack your car up, drive home, nothing. you're shit out of luck on this one. Yeah, but that is not the case. Also, hey, you know where she could probably get a job? Fucking Nebraska. She's got such a boner for it. There's Fucking a, Nebraska. There's a whole country of places where you can get newspaper jobs. And it is. Omaha, baby. It's, it's a tough industry because newspapers, community newspapers particularly, dying a slow death. Dying a so, fast death at this rate. True. So... Like, that sucks. But so she goes back. She's living with her grandparents mm-hmm. in San Francisco, one of the most expensive cities in the world. So, like, sure, it's, it's hard. Can't find a job. Applies for a job to be an on-camera investigative reporter yep. on a television station in San mm-hmm. Francisco, which I have to say is probably one of the top 10 biggest markets in the United States. That is not... A first job, my friend. That's like yeah. a tenth job. That's a. That's not. You go to who's small town in Nebraska. The Sacramento and, Chronicle. Yeah, this is and not, expects to get this fucking. This is no, not, no. You, you have were never been at the New York Times. Yes. And then moved cross country and found this job. Yeah, like it is just wild that they have posted in the newspaper or like on monster.com looking for an on-air talent that's not how exactly like it's and i mean i'm sure piper ray doesn't know this like because why would you know it but let me tell you that's just not how those jobs work like there's like a farm school system sort of like you go to a small place and then you go to a bigger place and then a bigger place and then a bigger place yeah, you go to a small place and you happen to work with someone who was also at that same place that also went to a bigger and different place and then remembers you being totally. a good worker and is like, yeah, hire Whitney Knight. She's great. Yes. Not you just worked at the Sam- fucking Sacramento Chronicle for less than two years and then get an on-camera job at a fucking TV station Ooh, in San Francisco. Yeah. That is not plausible. I'd like to jump in, though, that I do. I did enjoy the dynamic between her and the other woman who was there. The other applicant. Kelsey, I believe. Yeah, I think so. With the giant tits. Yeah. Yeah. Blonde yeah. hair, giant tits. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and sports reporter. Sports reporter, yeah. which they like, again, like erroneously sort of act like, oh, it's pretty fucking wild. She wants to be in sports on camera right? as a woman. Like looking it's like not that. Now. It's looking not like, like that. Pretty commonplace. It's, it's no, pretty yeah. common now. Like it's no, it's still a little unusual, but not really. Like, see, I. My problem, too, with it as well, and this, like, this I, it's probably just me, uh, but I feel like at first that was really, like, boys club. Yeah. Sure. And then women started to want to get in on that because there are women out there who like sports. Mm-hmm. And then men were like, oh, a woman can't do this job. And, uh, and then slowly 
the men started to realize, well, men who like sports maybe also like to look at pretty women. Yes. Okay. Uh, ding, let's ding, put, ding, 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 let's ding. put beautiful women talking about sports. Yeah. Yes. And now, and now I feel like it's not so much a win for women so much as men realize it also just worked out really well for them. Yeah. And it yep. makes me feel really confused. Agreed. Sorry, maybe little... like when non-conventionally attractive women can cover sports. <gasps> yes. That'll be please. a victory for all of us. But... I would like to see a plus size <laughs> woman like giving her out on the football field talking about them sports yeah. I mean I'll never see that I don't watch the sports yeah. but sure. many people do yes no I totally <laughs> I agree I feel sports. the same way because it's like yeah women and then it's like oh but it's still all just like patriarchal male gaze conventionally yeah. attractive bullshit but uh, yeah. anyway okay. if anyone wants me to diatribe more about I've started a new podcast called that's not how that works <laughs> Mm, job, I like it. Media job portrayal in romance novels. <laughs> I like it. Anyway, it just drove me crazy because I was like, no, that's not how it works. Can I say one more thing about the job thing? So she doesn't get yes. the job right away. Kind of like sort of keeps looking still, but whatever. Um, yep. And then a few weeks later, they get back in touch with her. The person that they did hire didn't work out. Too much cocaine. Like, <laughs> drug yep. reasons. Too much cocaine. So she gets called back in. She gets the job. Please bear in mind, this is a woman that got fired from her last job. Oh, right. Her, her behavior and the acceptance. Yes, the oh, behavior God. is wild. Whoa. She Talk about gets it. hired, and then she goes around the desk and hugs her new mm -hmm. boss? What the actual fuck? And then fiddles yep. with his tie when she realized that she was inappropriate, crumpled it's... his tie, and then decides to double down and touch him again. I feel and then like... she makes a point to say that he was gay. That's what so I was going to say. hopefully that was okay. I, I no, feel like it's... they told us he was gay earlier to, like, yeah. make this okay. To tee this up. But to it's, like, this up. it's so fucking crazy. Like, honestly, if that happened, I feel like he'd be like, you know what? Nah. Gonna have second thoughts about yeah, this. I don't think right you, I don't now. think because you know how to behave professionally enough to work here. Because gay or yeah. straight, um, don't matter. Nobody hugs you in a, a job in a job interview, interview. Yeah. or just without your consent in general. So, yeah, yeah no, that was a real cringeworthy. Yeah, moment. that was, like, I was just like. Ooh. Yeah, I made a note of that one, and my note just says, "Oh boy." <laughs> yeah, it really was <laughs> like, "Oh, oh, wow!" If oh. it had been like. When she ran into the, was it Kelsey? And then like yep. they hug because they had already like kind of been friend vibing. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like I wouldn't have crossed my mind at all. Yeah. It, understandable. Because they like, hugged each other. Yeah. She yes. hugged She like him. got up and hugged him. He must have been behind a desk. She like went around yeah, the she desk. she went around? Was she, was he standing or sitting? Did she crouch down to I hug him? Know. Like it's all really <laughs> weird. Yeah. Also, I would like to point out another thing I didn't like when she was in that whole office. Just something. And I, I think my note says, uh, what does it say? Why is this needed? Uh, she smiles. That and I note applies to a lot oh, of this book, know, right? Yeah. She smiles and I follow the aging receptionist <laughs> and I'm like, we're all aging. Yeah. What is yes, this? Every mean? single person in the world is aging. Like, yeah. It, why did you need yeah. to say it? Because she wasn't even in contest with looks in terms of Kelsey and you. I guess yep. it is. Yeah, that's a good point, Amy, because she does do that. like some good female friendship stuff. Mm -hmm. Although we should talk about their friendship dynamics because they're kind of fucked. Yeah, um, we need to talk about Lennon. But, we haven't gotten there. Guys, this like, is a long one. Buckle it, in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but at least she like 
does it. And she makes her, instead of her being competing with Kelsey when they both go and, I mean, they find out they're not really applying for the same job, but still, like, there is a tendency in media to, like, make women enemies. And she makes Mm -hmm. them friends, and that's nice. But then it's like, but she has shit to say about, like, overweight people aging people, which you're totally right, is literally every human being on Earth. And sex workers? Like, just come on, girl. Can I pile onto this one more? Please do. (laughs) So there's a scene where she goes to meet Cole to discuss something. And she heads over to the bar and there's a line here that says uh, he like hugs the employee that he's working with. And she says they separate and she goes back behind the bar to do whatever it is. Stupid girls who hug their bosses do. (laughs) Oh, I have a note that says, I think, hold on, hold on. Wait for it. That was page 130, right? Uh, Yes. Yeah. Yes. 129. Yep. My uh, my note on that says. Pot calling the kettle black much? Like, yeah. girl. Like, what the fuck? Oh, Whatever stupid girls goodness. who hug their bosses do? Can we yeah. also just touch on Cole's nebulous position at the Thirsty Monk? I thought he was a bartender, I but th- then somehow he also is like Does the boss. Does he own it? Is, like he's the, is it one of the, the Weber of bars? Is he running it as a Weber? I believe it's one of the Weber bars. Yeah, yeah. but then Cole has his own dreams and his of own- what sounds like a really gross whiskey. Rock hard whiskey. Well, I mean, there's a sausage factory. There's a rock hard whiskey. Oh yeah, no, she's really leaning into it. But like from a consumer point of view, that is a terrible name for a whiskey. I mean, you know what? If it's kind of bad, I feel like it's actually there's a market for like a kind of bad whiskey with a terrible name. Yeah, people are still wearing. You know, like what are those jeans with all the like blingies on them? You know, people still wear those bedazzled (laughs) stuff. You know the ones I mean. What are they called? What's that brand? Seven? What is the brand, you know, that like people wore Ed Hardy t-shirts and like those those kind of true religion. Got there. I got there. Got there. (laughs) She worked it out, everyone. (laughs) Clap for Carla. Very, very popular for a while. And then not so much anymore, but you do see people still kind of rocking that look. Sure. And having like a particular aesthetic that maybe goes with a rock hard whiskey. <laughs> okay. So. All right. I'm coming around on it. <laughs> but still, as a mass appeal product, doesn't really make sense. Yeah. Does it really make sense? Uh, let's talk about the friends and the friend dynamic. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm interested uh, to hear what you guys have to say about that. Because uh, as as a guy, like reading this, I was like, Ugh, like, it's not ideal. That's for sure. Like, she paints them with very broad strokes mm-hmm. and tries to make like, well, this is my sex positive friend and this is my buttoned up friend Mm -hmm. Uh, okay but like there is nothing else to talia's personality that she reveals in this book no she's uptight she's stressed and overworked Uh she has an image to uphold Mm -hmm. uh she's repressed yeah she's also from a fancy family from a fancy family and uh is marrying a d-bag yeah we should mention we didn't say we just said there was a dust up the dust up is He's been cheating on her. Yeah. And yeah. Cole knew about it the whole time and well, didn't tell Whitney. For a week. He knew about a it month, for a I week. Think. Oh, a month. month and but didn't still. tell Whitney. But still. Yeah. Well, not even, but uh, still. Will... A shitty thing to do. Shitty Ch- thing to do. Chase sucks. Yep. Chase, yeah. Chase sucks. Chase is the worst. Cole sucks. Whitney sucks. Everybody pretty Everybody much sucks in sucks. this book. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would like to talk about Talia for one second, because there was a quote that I was like, whoa, like, let's how often is this happening? And I don't know if you guys reacted Ooh. to this as well, but they're talking about how she's so busy with like 
you know, work and the wedding planner and all this stuff. And then she says, this woman, I swear, wit, I could run circles around her and do such a better job, but I barely have time for my manicures these days. How many manicures is she getting and how often is she getting them? As someone That's who, my question. As someone who gets what like more in my life than I ever have before get manicures because my nails are really brittle. And so sure. I like to get a good acrylic put on so that mm-hmm. I can like smash my hands against desks and stuff and not have a Day nail and snap dirt off. And just like live your yep. life. Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Once a month. Yeah. Okay. I will get. She does not yeah. have time for one manicure a month with how busy she is. Cause it sure sounds like this is more of like an every three days thing that she's got going on. <laughs> yeah. And it really made me wonder. <laughs> it's a very good point. Yeah. Like if, if you're picking something that you don't have time for on a regular basis, that's, that's an example of, I don't have time for this thing. I do all the fucking exactly. time. I barely have time manicures. to take a shower. Exactly. Yeah, she went with manicures. So like manicures are what you get done all the time. I don't know. Maybe this is the thing where we are really needing to see just how a privileged, fancy life Talia leads. At, right. I can't, she can't sure. even fit in her manicures anymore. But Talia of all, not even of all of them, Lennon too. Talia works her ass off. Again, she's yeah. 25. She, she's hustling. She is very privileged. She got a job working in her family business, which is not her dream. But clearly she is good at it and works very, very hard. They have like manufacturing all over the country and she has to go like make things work. So yeah. like solve problems. Way to go, Talia. Yeah. Like yeah. you're yeah. working so hard. You don't have time to notice that your fiance kind of sucks. It's cheating on you. Yeah. I get it. Lennon. 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 Lennon was fun, but I also feel very, like, that whole thing was such a hard try hard. Yes. Yes. That's the whole thing with this book, is she tries really hard at certain things. Like, the pithy little statements. I I will find one that I've, I have bookmarked a bunch of them. Here we go. So this is an example of, like, the pithy little lines that she comes up with. Nerves have me shaking like a Stepford wife being weaned off Valium. I had that, too, because I was like, wait, like, the Stepford what? wives were either robots or clones robots or clones in the two versions of the Stepford wives. I believe they were either robots or clones. Mm-hmm. I don't think yes. either of them were um, drug, drug users. No. Is she thinking like Valley of the Dolls? Because I think that is about wives who took. I think she's I think... just thinking like waspy white women. Yeah, sure. Like like housewives. Little helper. Yeah, like no little. Problem. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I have, like, I have this one. Stepford Wives is an entirely different thing. like thing to reference. Yeah. I feel like she puts like little things in here like to be quippy and like, I don't know. But she's like, I push my way to the front of the car and make it out right before the doors pancake me. Pancake is not a verb. <laughs> Something can't pancake. Pancake just is. That's all I wanted to say about that. Fair. Pancake yeah. is not a verb. You see, folks, denial isn't just a river in Egypt. It also has an outpost right here in San Francisco. Oh, we can just keep <gasps> going with these. Hey, why? Oh, but ask yourself this, ladies. I like how she's breaking the fourth wall. She really yeah. does break the fourth wall a lot. She I does. thought there would she's be a reveal that like, she decided to like do a thing because it, it definitely is like she speaks directly to the reader of the book. She does. Sure. Anyway, but ladies, ask yourself this, lay it ladies. on me, Amy. If you were called up to the big leagues from the minors, would you say no? Yes. Anyone else have another one? Oh, there's so many. Yeah, there's just a lot of. 
There's a lot of that. Like part There's of it. There's so I, much of it. I guess I want to say something nice about Piper Ray. It's not a poorly written book. No. Know what I mean? I, like, apart from pancake not being a verb. Yeah. It but, was not a cringy And okay read. being four letters, not four words. Yes. But I mean, maybe that's more of an editor problem. Now I will I will I will say pancake is a verb in terms of like a football game. Oh, okay. Because you can pancake someone to stop them from getting through your defenders. Like the two defenders sandwich them Mm. and prevent them from getting through. And that's a thing that like is a legit sports term. I can see because she's got a baseball term. So maybe she just she's Kelsey. It's Kelsey. Oh my god, it's actually Kelsey. But yeah, like that is a legit sports term, but like a twenty five year old non sports girl who has never mentioned football. I don't think, I don't so. think so either, but no. I wanted to like put it out there. Uh, that is one thing I did play. notice, though, while like this is when she woke up in the apartment. Also, oh, problem problematic part that I will I want to jump on right after I say this. Uh, when she wakes up and she doesn't know where she is and she's like hung over as hell. She's like, I'm in a bedroom. That much I can tell. A clean and sparse bedroom. Hardwood floors that look to be original, but redone. Fill the room. I'm sorry. You're super hungover. You don't know where you are, but you've noticed that the floors are original hardwoods that have been redone. Do you watch lots of HGTV? Also, something we haven't talked about yet is that as as Whitney and Cole develop their relationship and he's obviously into her and she's like, I don't know, Talia, I'm not sure if we should do this. Um, Also, previous hatred of you probably is playing a role in that as well. And she's also desperate to know whether or not they had sex. He refuses to tell her. And so this first part of the book was actually really yucky to me because I was like, hold on a second, hold on a second. She's like, I don't remember anything from last night. Like, what happened? And he's like, that's for me to know and you to find out here. Yeah. I'll never tell. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, or I will give you You have little... to be nice to me and oh, then I'll tell that. you what yeah, happened. Was it, was it was really, really gross, gross because it's there gross. was a thing where, like, there was no... I was really worried it was going to get, like, consent gross. Yeah. But sure. it seemed like... Well, I mean, we find out what happened, but yeah, it nothing. seemed like they were both drunk and, you know, like, there wasn't... He wasn't, like, being rapey or anything. No. Yeah. But he when handsy. he refuses, no, she got handsy, I think. She got well, handsy. No, but with him. didn't he go oh, down he, like, on her too? No, he didn't oh, go well, down he, on her. He like he used his fingers. Yeah. 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 Um and but she was like rubbing on him what? to like kind of instigate that. So it was good. Like she yeah. was Oh yeah, was, they there, both nothing, wanted it. Nothing gross in that way happened, but it becomes gross when you won't just say. Yeah, when you, when you, like, when you refuse to conceal the information yeah. and extort it out of her. Yeah. Like, yeah. Ew, in order for ew. her to be nice to you. That's like yeah. asking someone to smile. Yeah, it's totally yep. one of those things where if you know how they are both feeling, you can see that they are both kind of enjoying that dynamic. But what I don't like about it is that he doesn't know that she's enjoying that dynamic mm-hmm. and he's just being a shithead. Yeah. yeah. But we know because she's speaking directly to us. So we know she's like all like likes him and likes that yeah. he's kind of being an asshole. <laughs> can What do you guys think about the fact? So she finds out. That Cole knew that um, Chase is cheating on Talia and is mad at him for that, which I understand. I can see both sides of. Yeah. But also she's been fucking around with Cole for like months. 
and they hasn't told Talia because she can't handle the stress, like, because she's so stressed out. She's so busy. She can't handle, like, worrying about one more thing. So her and Lennon are both also lying to Talia. Yep. Like, for months. Like, it's pretty shitty. Yeah. 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 But, like... not in her defense. That's a terrible thing to do. But she also mentions, though, how badly she feels about it and it's how true. much she wants sure. to tell her. And and I mean, I guess like we've probably all been in that kind of situation where it's like if I say something, it's going to make the situation 20 times worse. I'll I just think, wait for the right moment. Especially that never at the beginning, like be- because knowing that Whitney hates Cole so I can see at the beginning when, like, they just had, like, that one night stand to just not mention it. Because yeah, she thinks, sure. like, nothing else is going to come from this. Yeah, I don't she's want repeatedly said this can never happen totally. again. I don't want Talia, like, worried that there's going to be, like, bullshit interaction. Like, I, I mm-hmm. can see that. But as it, like, goes on and on and on, it's like, ooh, the longer you, you don't tell, tell the worse yeah. it kind of is. So, like, yep. poor Talia finds out that... Her fiance was cheating on her and her two best friends have been lying to her all in the same like, moment for so long. And it just is like if if the if the chase thing hadn't happened and she found out later, it wouldn't be so bad. But it's just because it's like all at once. Like, yeah, oh, poor girl. Like, oh, welcome, <laughs> to so the, much. welcome to all the lies. Yeah. Turns out this earth shattering news of your fiance cheating on you is brought to you by me and the other dude having an affair for months. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, man. Uh, uh, I would like to talk. We're going to get into like uh, the sex scenes, the fun adjectives, the bonability, all that stuff. We'll start wrapping it up. I do have one question about logistics. Mm-hmm. So you've both been married. Mm-hmm. Now, picture yourself in a high society wedding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How fancy is your dress? And do you want to walk downstairs in it? <laughs> that is a legitimate question uh, I the have. The stairs thing, I can... It's a real princess uh, graduation yes. move. Yep. Yeah, and even like, what's the thing that they do in the South? Cotillion? Cotillion. That's yeah. totally yep. what I picture. It's like her coming like, out. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean... Great observation, Tom. It would be hard and it kind of stinks, but I can't actually see it happening okay. just yeah. for like the photos. The it it's like mm-hmm. such a great focal point. Like everything is kind okay. of. I was so just I curious on it because I read it and I was like, oh, like that her dress bad. is going to be so fancy and these stairs will be a fucking nightmare yeah. for her. Um, we haven't really. It turns out the wedding's off. Yeah, so yeah, it, doesn't yeah. it doesn't even matter. Um, we haven't talked about Lennon who's a tattoo artist decides she wants to start a sex toy company is so sex positive that it's like too much but a little bit she definitely steers into the skin that is I don't mean too much for her good for her but I don't know much to read yeah like I don't know that I'd want to be friends with her if like constantly while you're literally conversing she's also like making very sexually explicit comments to other people it's like dude like come on man you can just walk over to the bartender and tell him you want to fuck him that's fine yeah, but you, you have to do it when I'm right it. here. Yeah, it's kind of rude. <laughs> but anyway, she's fun. Yeah, she's very like fun. she's she is. I'm crazy sure we'll one. see her in a spinoff book where yeah. oh, I'm she's sure. really yes. like sexually adventurous, but then she finds the one that makes yeah. her want to settle down. She finds down. the unicorn. Cock. Also gross. Talia's book is next. Also gross though. Uh, Nobody should I, I settle Lennon have... down. She should be able to just fuck know, her way going. into old just age. Fuck That's her way right. through San Francisco. That's it's right. fine. Yep. I have one more question slash observation. Mm-hmm. So they've been together for a while. Mm-hmm. He takes her on an actual date. Mm-hmm. 
which was kind of sweet, yeah. including the blowjob in the mirror maze. Yeah. Um, but they go to this ice cream parlor, like this vintage ice cream parlor. And there's a line in it that really stood out to me. And I don't know if it stood Something out to you guys, milkshakes, too. milkshakes, please say. But she says, uh, Cole passes me his coat and the scent of his cologne wafts by me as I place it on top of the pile. I'm not sure I'll ever get enough of that smell. I'm not even sure if it's entirely his cologne or if it's his own natural scent. But whatever it is, it makes me wet. You would know what that smell is by this point in your relationship. I'm sorry, <laughs> but really you would. Point. Yes. I think I have like, just the word so much cologne. Yeah, there is a lot of talk yeah. of cologne. A lot of cologne. Yeah. 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 yeah, always they talk about smell in romance novels. So, it's I like mean, I guess it's, it's well, a Well, I, I get it because, like, you know, you can only go so far with visuals. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, and, you want to bring other things thing into in it. it's a attraction. Like, it is. Yes, we are animals sniffing at each other. Like, I, I get like, it. you would know. But Ladies, you would you know. You would know. You have smelled him at yeah. all stages. Mm-hmm. First thing in the yes. morning after exercise. Like, they've been together mm-hmm. for months. For a while yeah. now. So, yeah. like, fresh out of the shower. Hasn't put the cologne on yet. Right? Like, does he like? smell that way? Or does he smell that way for date yeah. night? Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I saw that one and I was like. You're right, Tom. Right? Like, you would know. <laughs> you would know. You would time 100% tunnel. know. Well, <laughs> time tunnel. Time tunnel. Can, oh, can I have it another time tunnel question? Time yeah. How oh, yeah. old are her grandparents? I don't uh, Good know. question. So, let's. Man, I, let's I'm, reverse I'm, engineer so, it. I'm so jacked up about this book, apparently. But so. She is very, in a way that I found incredibly irritating, like, poor me, my mom abandoned me. That sounds terrible. Let me explain. Literally, like, as a baby, her mom took her to her grandparents and said, like, I don't want to do this. Peace. That is terrible. Like, don't get me wrong. That is bad. But she didn't, like... She grew up in a home with two loving parental fingers. And it does sound like they have a great relationship. They have a wonderful relationship. They're totally great and kind. And like as a person without a lot of family ties, it just irritated me because it's like, dude, like be grateful. Be grateful. And also, like, I suspect Piper Ray maybe is trying to like imagine what it would be like like if you grew up with like normal family dynamics you probably think like oh it'd be it's all you would think about all the time about how you had been abandoned (laughs) but I don't know that that is I don't know maybe that's individual maybe that is the case but she certainly is very like explicitly like I don't believe that anyone won't abandon me because my mother did and I never knew my father I have to rely on myself I can't trust anybody it's got to be me and I take care of me no your grandparents took care of you your whole life exactly like she keeps saying things about how like she has to just do it by herself and it's like I don't know, sweetie, like I haven't really seen you doing a lot by yourself. Like she has. She did. She, she did have the, like one job. Hey, she had that one job and then slept with her boss. Yeah. Yep. And then is trying to find another job. But it's just like I know that they want motivation for like why she is feeling away. And this is kind of shorthand for that. But it just sure. like she said it to herself so explicitly. I feel like if in your mental health journey, you are at the point where you can say, this is probably why I feel this way. And like these are my deeper fears. It may be because of your have named it. You're not like it's not influencing you so much. You're not like, but I can't help it because of this. It's like maybe this is happening for this reason and I should take that into account. 
when dealing with this relationship. Like, no, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. So, like, just also your Grammy Grams and Gramp Gramps. Are delightful. Didn't call them that, but I wish no. she did. They, um, they were they were lovely. They were so sweet and very nice and supportive. Obviously, since she was living there and like not contributing anything, it didn't seem they like. They even and just were gonna like go going into on dates old, with him all the time. They were gonna go into an old folks' home and sell their and house. They put those plans on right hold. before she moved in, and yeah. then they put their plans on hold, which she felt like a dick home. about. Which yeah, yeah you sure. should. Yeah, but again, yep. time tunnel. How old are they? She is twenty five. Yeah, I will say we'll estimate a you know a fairly young age for her mother to have had her. Ad. This is what I'm I gonna would say think. 60s. That I think so too. Like okay. yep. I don't know how they could be much older no, than that. Fifties. My mom even, is in her sixties, and she had me when she was thirty-two. Exactly. So, well, and I these are older young grandparents. My like it just it just seems it seems crazy. Like, I feel like they're like 60 and she's talking about their failing health and it's like all this stuff. And like, honestly, I'm surprised they're retired. Yeah. 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 In, In San, San Francisco. Francisco. Yeah. My God. So, and also if they own their house. Damn. They're, they're kicking. They're, loaded. they're kicking it in yeah. style. Yeah. yeah. You know how many houses okay, you can um, buy in Nebraska for one oh my house God, that you right? sell in San Francisco? All of them. To like, you can you buy all the houses in Nebraska. for the heartland. Um, I would also like to just throw in here. At one point, Cole tickles Wit relentlessly. Mm. Well, she screams and jerks and begs for mercy. Mm. Yuck. Yeah. Yep. Don't like. I hate that. No, thank I you. just wanted to say. I mean. I get what the author's doing. Like, look how playful they are together, yeah. but like, gross. gross. Anything that's like relentless and wouldn't stop is like, well, I'd yeah. rather not. The minute there's like a scream involved, you better fucking yeah. stop. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I don't like it. Okay. Uh, so, sex scenes. I think there was only the three. I in had the book. There four, was a couple that were like alluded yeah, but to, but some, some were minor. But basically, yeah, three main ones, I mm-hmm. think. And uh, they were fine. Nothing like earth shattering in these, but they were fine. They made me wait for it, which made them less great. Usually, yeah. you know, yes. like, you yeah. know, putting it off like you're hoping for something really big and mind blowing. It, it would have been better if that night they had had sex and she remembered and it was unbelievable because it would. Yes. Like it would have alleviated any of the like bullshit of him not telling her what happened and also would account for more uncomfortability because she would be thinking back to like. Oh fuck! I can't believe we did that, and I liked it right? so much. And damn it, I actually hate and, this like, guy. I want to do it again, yeah. even though I hate him. And then yeah. we could have had a sex scene in like chapter two, yeah, which would have been great because they d- they did come later. Um, I thought they were like at least um, I don't know, like a good length. <laughs> sure. You know what I mean? Like they were explicit. It, it was yes, like it the was, few that she dove into, like she really did dive into yeah. them and gave you like a, a, a pretty good amount of visuals and like senses to think and about. And kept but, yeah, with they, his personality, which was like quite arrogant, like the way he behaved yeah. sexually, kind of all tracked with how he had been yeah. before. Yeah. So that was good. Yeah. Yeah. For, like, I don't know. Usually... Like, I live for the sex parts in these books, but this had so sure. much else going on that completely muddled up my brain that I can't quite even remember. I, I, at one point, she had her sexy lingerie on. That scene yeah. I remember yeah. because yeah. that was the big blow up scene. They were in the yeah. middle of fucking when Chase mm-hmm. came 
Yeah. yeah, like fucking in the living room. And then it was like, oh, my brother's here. Go yeah. hide. Go hide. Yes. <laughs> and then she's like listening at the door, trying to get dressed, being like, oh, shit. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. There was so much else going on. Do you guys have like a Tom? Do you have like an ex- an exib- an excerpt that you'd like to? One comes to mind where he tells her like. On your knees, ass out now. Yeah, like yeah, he yeah. was, he was pretty one. bossy right. about it, and and so on their date, yeah, he like basically has booked the whole hall of mirrors so that no one else can be in there, and she gives him a blowjob, and it's like cool. That's that's kind yeah. of fun and hot. It was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, and they're all like he's watching like fifty versions of it happening as she's down mm-hmm. on her knees. Like cool. That yeah. was good. She was very in control of the situation. She was real happy about it. He was happy about it. That's nice. And there was a fun thing in that scene, too. Uh, after she finishes, like, she goes mm. to kiss him and he's totally into kissing her. Yes. And the author makes a point of, like, well, I hate the double standard that, like, you're supposed to make out with a dude after he eats you out. But, like, the minute you want to kiss him after you blow him, he's like, yeah. Yeah, that was. So I was like, okay. Some good observation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, as far as the scenes themselves, like they were they were fine, but like again, nothing nothing like nothing no reason to go out and like get this book to be like, yeah, those scenes totally. were hot. Mm-hmm. Like But nothing like terrible or funny. I mean, there was some funny quotes. I have a couple of those. Sure. But nothing like they weren't ridiculous or gross or didn't seem like the woman had never had sex. You know, like they seem like okay. Yeah. We we'll, we'll watch twenty twenty one. Uh yeah. no wombs. No, no wombs. wombs. No Which wombs. is good because it wouldn't have been appropriate in this. Like they were not they were not. They, they weren't were, in yeah. their thirties. Exactly. They weren't <laughs> aging. Well, yeah. As we established, only the receptionist is That's aging. Just the receptionist. Um, All of us. Will let's live run through a few of those funny quotes if you have them on hand. Uh, well, I mean, unicorn cock obviously sure. is a thing mm-hmm. like That's the one, yeah. that. I guess Lennon had said originally, and then she said to him when she was drunk, and then Lennon made T-shirts of, and it was all quite funny. Yep. Yeah, it was pretty it was good. Yeah. Um. The other one that I wrote down, which is so much funnier after Amy had read the thing about the vault being stuffed with confetti, because when she orgasms, she says she burst like a confetti balloon. What's with confetti, Piper Ray? That's a lot of confetti talk. Also, when she's giving him a blowjob, this is like accurate, but hilarious. And she's like, my tongue traces lightly across his mushroom tip. Yeah, I also had that in here. Yeah. I was like, and it's like, okay, tip. but I mean, is that does that is that a sexy description? No, uh, I that, have it. It is an anatomical. It description. is very anatomical. It just yeah. So those were mine. I have one that's not a flattering descriptor at all, but she definitely uses it. You've got to be kidding me! What is Cole doing here? He's like a bad fucking zit. Always popping up when you least want him to. And my note on this one was, this book is so sexy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, how about the the sexy nature of her just like face planting in a restaurant for no reason? Does she ever describe what she tripped over? Oh, that's a really good point. (laughs) Like she just is falling. She just falls. Like the book makes no sense. She sees Cole and then she's falling to the ground. I guess it's part of the problem. Like she can't make air quotes. She's just falling over. (laughs) I think she might have like a bigger medical issue. Perhaps she should maybe be looking into. Some sort of inner ear imbalance. I have about a vertigo. I'm going to try to make some air quotes. See if I can't figure out what's going on here. Um, I have this quote. They're talking about how Chase is cheating on Talia. And she and she asks, how long have you known? It's ironic. And that's what clued me in that this immediately is not going to be irony. Mm-hmm. 
It's ironic because the voice that leaves my mouth is dead and void of all emotion that feels like it's slowly suffocating me. What huh? is that? Is ironic. You're right. Huh? That's a, it's like an odd collection day. of words. It is an odd collection is of words. Is that a sentence? I don't, I mean, I it, don't understand. It's ironic because the voice that leaves my mouth is dead and void of all the emotion that feels like it's slowly suffocating me. Mm-hmm. That is ironic. <laughs> <laughs> If that's you say it's thinker. ironic, it's got to be ironic, right? Yeah, that's how that's it works. How it's works. like if you're a cop, you need to tell people that you're a cop. Yes. <laughs> was the sentence before that, my mouth is alive with... <laughs> the sound of music? <laughs> my, my, is my she mouth singing is alive this? with something to like make it ironic that it, the voice that comes out is dead? Is dead, yeah. No. Hmm. I did not think it would be, okay. so well, true to form. Piper Rain killing it. Okay, uh, let's move on to Bonability, and then we'll wrap things up with our ratings. Um, let's start with Amy. I wrote down four characters because I felt that there was four characters in this book that at least had some. Okay. Like, the grandma, role. yes, would fuck her. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, uh, so she'd be I've a very generous Cole, lover. I think she would Talia be. Talia and Lennon. Mm-hmm. Okay. But uh, how, how do you feel on any of those? I would fuck Lennon. I think she'd be super fun. Okay. I would not fuck Talia. I would not fuck Wit. I would have sex with Cole. Okay. As long as it was like a one night stand thing. Sure. You'd be a Weber wench. I'd be a Weber wench. <laughs> uh, Carla, how about you? Oh, uh, we forgot to mention the whole subplot where he's rescuing beaten women. Oh my um, god! Oh, how did we right, not? Okay. Sorry, I just. <laughs> okay, we do need to mention that. I just we, thought let's of get it. Okay, quality we'll for Cole. Back. Well, we'll come back to that. Um, Lennon, lover, she's fun for sure. She seems like a hoot. Talia, I don't know. She seems she's probably nice. I would maybe like have a relationship with her. She seems great. Have like afternoon she, tea. Yeah, she's her. working very hard. I don't know. Um, wit fucking sucks. <laughs> I don't I think don't she'd like be good. Her. I just no. I don't I don't know. To be fair, she's written very much like a twenty five year old. I think so. Maybe it's actually genius because she's kind of self involved and like. Oh bleh. yeah, maybe. So, maybe if we were twenty five, we would find her more appealing. Yeah, totally. Maybe. Like maybe it would yeah. be, we'd be more on that wavelength. Cole also kind of sucks, but I don't know. He does seem pretty hot. So, yeah, yeah. I kind of like his bossy nature and his unicorn cock. Yeah. I mean, it seems like he would be fun for like a day or a week and then that's it. Like, yeah, Yeah. if you happen to like have a weekend away with Cole, I'd be if you meet him on vacation. (gasps) Perfect vacation flip. He's so fun. He's totally good in bed. Like, it's great. It doesn't matter that he's kind of an asshole because like you're not going to see him again. You're flying back home. Three more days. Yeah. Ride that, ride that unicorn. That's Tom. Um, yeah, Cole. Yep, into it for yeah, like a, a weekend or whatever. Like he seems like he'd be fun, and then you just forget about him forever and go, oh yeah, that hot guy I fucked that one yeah. time. Get your Great. t-shirt. Uh, yeah, get your t-shirt. Lennon, I get that unicorn t-shirt. She's she's awesome. Totally down with it. Talia just seems like maybe a starfish, mm, and like yeah. that's and that's never fun. my move. So two starfishes <laughs> can't go together. You take that. And wit, yeah, wit just seems like way uh, more of a fucking headache than she would be worth. No, thank you, ma'am. Goodbye. Yes. Wow, we agreed yeah. all on the fuckability. We did. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, let's before we finish, let's circle back to the rescuing battered women subplot for Cole. Right? Which I think was just put in there to make him seem way better than he otherwise Yeah, because he had been like, whatever, up to that kind of a dick, kind of fine. Like, just, yep. but then she finds out that his friend from college moved to Florida and started a shelter to help battered women. Great. I don't mean to say any of this disparagingly. No, this no. is a wonderful, wonderful thing. All fantastic. So he. Um, at his whiskey company and the bar and like wherever he is helping by getting these women jobs in this new place. But he can't tell his yeah. dad because his dad is not a philanthropist, does not approve of all the drama that could come along with having sure. battered women as employees. I'm not and entirely sure. Instead of, yeah, it's he says that his dad would fire them and like, good, that'd be yep. good for them because they can also sue him. You can't yep. just fire people. I mean, I guess there is. And he's hella rich. Sue him. There's things in the States. It's like a right to work state. Like, I don't know all that. I'm from Canada. I don't think but you can just fire it's, But I mean, you kind of can, I think. But like, well, especially you in the know restaurant that the reason industry. is because you have you have escaped a violent relationship and are like, is his dad the fucking worst? Like no wonder Chase is such a dick. If his dad would be like, she, she got away from an abusive relationship. She is fired. (laughs) The Uh, apple does not fall far from the tree in this family. Yeah. So yeah, that one was a wild little twist. Real late. What's that? I like how he told Wit though, because I mean, like she was. They were kind of setting up little bits here and there. Like, is he cheating? Uh, He's hugging that woman. Got a text from someone and then had to leave. Got a text. Got a call. He had to leave. He came back late. He's like being cagey. And then like he Lennon brings her to a fancy schmancy opening thing of the. For the whiskey. For the whiskey. whiskey. Mm-hmm. And he brings her up to the roof so they can talk privately. And there's like candles and blankets everywhere. A it's sex like, blanket. yeah, like, <laughs> and, and he's like, oh, well, I can see how you would think this, uh, how this looks. But I just need to tell you that I've been rescuing battered women with a buddy from college. Like, <laughs> it is so. Which weird. apparently is the biggest panty melter of all yeah. time because she immediately is like, fuck me on the roof, you stop. Yeah. I mean, if you did find that out, that that was like some it's work someone was doing and not telling anyone because they didn't want any credit for it. And like, also so, not okay, cheating on you good. with them. Yeah. And also not, yeah, and cheating, not cheating on you. On you. Yeah, then that is, you know, good. It just, it's like, like at like seven-eighths of the book, you like... That's when you find that out like, oh, whoa, okay. Well, it had to I, get I didn't them think back it was together. that kind of book. Right, because she I was say, like, fuck you. I know we're we're trying to be done, but I do want to say what a thing I do appreciate that I thought was coming and didn't come was when the like the terrible thing that happened after he stood her up. I thought for sure she was going to have been sexually assaulted. Yeah. yeah and I that was sure. not the thing. Yeah. And I was really yeah. happy about that. She was just assaulted. Yeah, she was just assaulted, yeah. but it, it wasn't like, yeah. Yeah, I when she started to like allude yeah. to like it's his fault the way that happened, I was like, uh oh, like we're going down a dark path here. Yeah, yeah. and like sure, it, it was, was like bad, a, but it wasn't a career-ending injury and all that stuff. But like, it was not that, and I was also thankful he for took that. it. He took the blame like a champ. Yeah, she was he like, sure and and this, and he was like, that with that's so I'm awful. So I'm so that. sorry, and I'm over here going. Yeah. That's not your fault. Yeah. That's not your fault, Cole. Like, Well, if she had told him before, like earlier in the relationship, I think his reaction would have been more along the lines of like, all right, well, that doesn't really have anything to do yeah. with me. But yeah, like, OK, okay. 
So, yeah, the fact that he was like so madly in love with her, he's like, oh, my God, it's all my fault. I know they did get really dramatic there at one point. I have a quote from her. Um, A lone tear trails down my cheek and my bottom lip trembles for a second before I manage to swallow past a painful lump in my throat. Uh, Because, you know, he's like, this isn't over. And she says it was over before it even began. I just didn't know it. Oh, what a line. (laughs) What a line. Give her the fucking Nobel Peace Prize. (sighs) All right. uh, Let's wrap up with ratings. Amy, why don't you kick us off? Ooh, two unicorn cocks out of five unicorn cocks. I really didn't enjoy this book very much. And the sex usually makes up for all the crappy parts, and there just wasn't enough of it. Wasn't enough. Wasn't enough sex. Two cocks. Carla. Uh, I'm going to say two and a half mushroom tips out of five, because I thought the sex scenes were written well and were not cringy, and also it was pretty short and it went down pretty smooth. So two and a half out of five. Yeah, I'm uh, in the same neighborhood. Two out of five mushroom tips. Uh, it went down so smooth, I think, because the last one we, we read was Fingersmith, and it was like actually time consuming to read yes. that book instead of this, where like... You could listen to a podcast and read this book if you wanted to. <laughs> Basically. So, and you would not miss a detail. So, yeah, I think uh, two out of five mushroom tips on that one. Uh, do we have a book uh, chosen for next time? Yes, we do. Uh, the next book that we are going to read is called Rough Raw and Ready, uh, a Rough Riders book five by Lorelai James. Uh, and I guess uh, that's it for us. Find us on social media, all the descriptors, everything you need in the uh, description of the episode on your podcast player. And until next time, keep your shoulders uninjured. Mm-hmm.